0: afternoon everyone on? I think so okay I'll just talk a little louder that's all right <laughs> um, we'll bow our heads quickly for a brief word of prayer God I thank you for this day I thank you for waking us up this morning and bringing us all here together in your name I thank you for the graduates that are here with us today and those that were not here but that we are also honoring and I thank you for helping us through our studies father I thank you for the knowledge that you've given us, the favor that you've placed upon our lives, and the opportunities that you've blessed us with. I thank you for the support systems that you've placed around us, our friends, our family, and our body of Christ. And I pray that you continue to help us along our journey as we embark on a new part of our path. And I pray that you help us to continue to glorify your name and to make those around us proud. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, well, surprise, I am the speaker today. (laughs) Um, A little while ago, pastor asked me if I would mind um, giving a message to the graduates on the journey. And I know that all of us have been on our own journeys and we're still going, but especially as a graduate, you're going from one place to another and it is a very pivotal moment in our lives. Um, So this past week, I was reading through the story of Joseph in Genesis, and I have a couple um, points that I wanted to share with you that I felt God was really writing on my heart. And the first one is that even when the path is not straight, trust the process. So in Genesis 37, verse 7, in the New Living Translation, it says, We were out in the field, tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly my bundles stood up and your bundles gathered around and bowed low before mine. So God gave Joseph the dream of being a leader when he was 17 years old. And shortly after, he was betrayed by his own brothers and sold into slavery to Potiphar, an officer to the king of Egypt. And it was in Potiphar's house that he was betrayed by Potiphar's wife when she lied and had him thrown in jail for something he did not do. Um, Joseph was 30 by the time he made it to the palace to interpret dreams for the king and would be appointed as a ruler. Over the last few years, I've spoken to several mentors and continue to hear the same thing, that for most people, the path is not straight and ends up being quite windy. So I wanna encourage you not to allow a windy path to discourage you because God is depositing things to you along the way that you'll need in the future. So trust the process and allow your journey to develop you into all that God has called you to be. My second point is that God allows things to happen in our lives to mold us. God called Joseph to be a leader, but he didn't elevate him immediately. He started him off as a slave. Imagine that, Joseph had this dream of being a leader and the first thing that happens to him is he's betrayed by his own family and sold into slavery. In Genesis 39, four through six, It says this pleased Potiphar. So he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's house for Joseph's sake. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing. So when you honor God by doing everything to to the best of your ability, He will not only bless you, but he will bless those around you with your overflow. Mm -hmm. Joseph was probably thanking God in this moment and thinking that this was the start to his path of leadership. Like, wow, this started off so terribly, but you turn this around for my good, and everything is working together for my good, and you've found favor, and I've been blessed in the eyes of God. And then he's thrown into jail. And in Genesis 39, it says before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. So again, even when it looks like Joseph was sent another setback in life, God allowed it to happen to give Joseph more responsibility. And even in prison, Joseph rose to leadership. In Genesis 40, 8 through 9, it says, We both had dreams last night, but no one can tell us what they mean. Interpreting dreams is God's business, Joseph replied. Go ahead and tell me your dreams. So it's in the prison that Joseph begins to use his gift of interpreting dreams to help others. But it's important to note that even when the cupbearer and the chief baker came to him, he gave the credit and the glory to God. Because he knew that God was working through him and it was not his own power. So Joseph interprets the dreams, the dreams come true, and a couple years later, the cupbearer finally remembers Joseph, and he is called to the palace to interpret dreams for Pharaoh. In Genesis 41 and 14, Pharaoh sent for Joseph at once, and he was quickly brought from the prison. I had a dream last night, and no one here can tell me what it means, but I have heard that when you hear about a dream, you can interpret it. It is beyond my power to do this, Joseph replied, but God can tell you what it means and set you at ease. So quickly, this word stuck out to me because it reminded me that God can change your circumstance at any moment. Yes. At this moment, Joseph probably felt forgotten. It had been two years since he asked the cupbearer to speak on his behalf. So even when you're feeling forgotten, whether it's by those that you've helped before, and those that you expected would return a helping hand, remember that God is still working in your favor. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. 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 It Again, in this moment, Joseph lets them know that it's not him, but it is God that is using him. So Pharaoh's dream was about seven years of prosperity and seven years of famine, and Joseph recommends that Pharaoh should appoint a wise man to be in charge of Egypt and store food during the good years so they have enough to survive the famine. And lo and behold, Pharaoh chooses Joseph to be this person. And we see that in 41 verse 41. I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Which brings me to my next point. You'll have highs and lows, but God is with you through it all. Amen. And when we look at this story, we see it in Genesis 39 and two, the Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. We see it in 39 verse 21, but the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. So while Joseph was on his journey to the king's court, The Lord was with him, not only as a slave, but also as a prisoner. And along this journey, Joseph didn't just need to learn leadership skills, but he needed to learn humility, grace, mercy, and forgiveness. Being in charge of of Potiphar's property and the prison taught him how to be a leader. And starting at the bottom and working as a slave taught Joseph humility. Being betrayed and forgotten by his family, Potiphar's wife, and the cupbearer taught him forgiveness. He needed all of these to not only be successful when in charge of the food to prevent an entire nation from starving and being wiped from history, but to be able to show grace and mercy to the same people that once betrayed him. When his brothers came to Egypt, he gave them a feast and gave them food and money to return home with. And when he finally revealed who he was to them, he said in Genesis 45 and 7, God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you. So in this moment, we see how Joseph could have been angry at his family for betraying him all those years ago. But he was excited because he saw God's purpose in his journey. And he saw God's purpose in everything that had happened in his life. And he understood that it was just a part of his journey. And before the brothers had come to Egypt, Joseph had two sons. One was Manasseh, which meant God made me forget all my troubles and everyone in my father's family. And another was named Ephraim which meant God made me fruitful in the land of my grief. So when he saw his brothers, he had already forgiven them. And this was a moment where he realized that even when you're in your low moments and even when you're in that land of grief, God can still bless you. Yes. So in closing, I just want to remind you all to remember that God knows all things and truly wants the best for you. So trust him and allow him to guide you on your journey. Mm -hmm. Remember that God can bless you at your highest and he can bless you at your lowest. So don't allow your circumstances to tell you who your God is. And finally, remember that through it all, God will always be with you.